0: right everyone hi welcome back to another episode of wellness pearls it's your host stacy and i'm back with another episode where we are going to continue talking a little bit more about sleep troubles it seems to be a common problem that a lot of people are facing with and i've gotten feedback from you all so thank you so much for your feedback and we're going to discuss a little bit more about sleep troubles Whether that is difficulty falling asleep or staying asleep, maybe you're having frequent night awakenings or whatever it may be, we are going to talk a little bit more in depth regarding the treatment options. So if you haven't checked out last week's episode, please do because I've gone into depth about the sleep cycle along with practicing those sleep hygiene, the good practices that you can implement in your nightly routine, and these are non-pharmacological methods, to help combat any common sleep troubles that you may be experiencing. Today, we're going to touch base on the common treatment options that are used for uh, insomnia or having sleep issues. So I will talk about both supplements and prescription medications that are commonly used. So the supplements and the medications that I'm going to be talking about is going to be adult-based only. So if you have kids or if your kids are affected by issues with sleep, make sure you consult with their pediatrician. They're going to have the right treatment plan for your kiddo. So first up is supplements. So the most common one we hear about and use is melatonin. I recommend this a lot to all my patients. Melatonin is naturally produced in our body and it is a sleep regulating hormone Melatonin comes in the form of tablets, and it usually ranges from a dose of one milligram to five milligrams. Generally, I recommend to start around three milligrams, and then you can up the dose if needed. And a lot of times it helps those who are doing, let's say, shift work, they have to sleep during the day and work during the night, or if they're experiencing jet lag or in situations where you might have low melatonin level. Now, these supplements you can buy over-the-counter in the supplement section, and it's worth a try if you are having issues with sleeping. Some common side effects, uh, including but not limited to maybe you might have a headache or nausea, irritability. Um, But the important thing is, is make sure you're taking this before bedtime because it can cause some drowsiness, which makes sense, you know? Another common supplement, uh, that we've been hearing a lot about is magnesium. Now there's not a lot of research out there in regards to magnesium and it helping with sleep. However, a lot of people have been seeing a link and some benefits with it. Magnesium plays a major role in our body. It is a common electrolyte that's found and it plays numerous roles In this specific circumstance, it is thought to play a role in helping to relax the central nervous system and then in turn helping you get that sleep that you need. I would recommend starting on the lower dosage, like around 200 milligrams, and then again you can up from there. Magnesium can also be supplemented with food if you don't want to take the tablet. Common side effects can include nausea, diarrhea maybe some stomach aches, dizziness, drowsiness. Again, it does not have to have to happen to everybody. And this is not an inclusive list. So it can be different for each person. Listen to your body and see what works for you. Some other supplements or herbals that you can try is chamomile tea, valerian tea, or lavender tea. Again, there's not a ton of research but its effect may lead to improvements in sleep. So it's worth a try. Drink some tea before uh, going to bed, one of these teas before going to bed. Make sure it does not have caffeine in it because, of course, it's going to pretty much undo all the work that you did. Now, with all of these supplements, you do want to consult with your doctor first before using it just to make sure that it does not contraindicate with any other current medications you're taking or any other current conditions that you're going through. So that pretty much covers majority of like the supplement and herbal section. When now we're gonna step into a little bit about prescription medications. Now with prescription medications, there's a ton of options out there and there's no one right answer in that department. The most important thing if you can get anything out of this episode, is that the most important thing is you need to get evaluated by your doctor. You don't want to just willy-nilly start yourself on a prescription medication because you did a Google search and you thought that would be the best option for you. If you've tried, again, the non-pharmacological interventions and you're still not seeing success, please go see a doctor. This is not something you want to play around with. This is not something that you want to wait on because it can have huge negative impacts on your body, on your mind down the road. Remember, sleep is not a luxury, it is a necessity. Keep that in your mind. Sleep is not a luxury, it is a necessity and the doctor will then be able to evaluate you and even refer you in some circumstances to a sleep specialist if needed, again, for a sleep study. So there's plenty of options out there, but they need to evaluate you first. And treatment depends on the underlying cause. For example, are you having difficulty falling asleep? Maybe difficulty staying asleep during the night. Maybe you're having freaking wakening ups during the night, or maybe you're waking up way too early in the morning. Maybe you're having waking up because of BPH, benign prosthetic hyperplasia, where you're having to pee a lot frequently during during the night. Maybe because you have elevated thyroid levels. Maybe are you having any daytime impairments? So these are the types of questions that the doctor will be able to ask and evaluate and give you a treatment based on that. Now there are different classes of medication. Some of the most common, Classes of medication include the short-term benzodiazepine receptor agonists or the intermediate term benzodiazepine receptor agonist some there are a class of sedating antidepressants atypical antipsychotics or maybe a combination therapy of them all so are, there are different classes of medication that we can trial and see which one works the best for you And of course, there are side effects with each of these medications There are risk risk versus benefits to consider. So make sure you're talking to your doctor, have that good relationship and communicate with them about any concerns that you may have. And just a gentle reminder not to mix if you are on these medications, not to mix these medications with alcohol as it can increase its effect. And don't take it with opioids unless instructed specifically by your doctor. So I'm hoping that this info has helped you. And please remember to share this with those who can benefit. Remember, it is free information that's being given. And I would love it if it can make a difference in someone else's life. So don't just hold on to this information. Share it with everyone so that it can make an impact on their life. And that pretty much wraps up this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please take the time to rate this show. Tell me any feedback that you like. Take the poll. I've listed a poll on there, so I would love to listen to y'all's feedback and continue bringing in those comments and suggestions. You can also message me on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok under Wellness Pearls. And I also drop in some good info on there as well. Wishing you all a really good night's sleep and a really restful sleep. And see you all in the next episode. Bye-bye.